G'day guys, what's up? First Down Under podcast coming at you. Zach and Charlie here. Divisional round of the playoffs, 2018 NFL season. And uh, holy smokes, what a heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. For me and uh, fellow Eagles fans, really thought we had it against the Saints. But look, in the scheme of, of the playoffs and of the season, Maybe a bit of a disappointing weekend, Chaz, for the football fans. We were saying this heading into the show after such an action-packed wildcard weekend with some missed field goals, some surprising results. We, we thought drama. these four tantalizing matchups. If you read Elliot Harrison's um, play-by-play of this weekend, NFL.com. I, almost, I had a Nick Chubb re- really? reading that aggressively, and it was really exciting. A bit of a, bit of a Bradley, a quarter bit of a, Brad. A bit of a Brad, and I was just every single part of these four matchups I was excited about, recorded all of them. And it just didn't turn out the way. There were actually a few a few beatdowns, a couple of early games that were pretty much sorted by kind of halfway through the second quarter. And it was kind of disappointing. And we really hope for a massive weekend next weekend. Well, it was funny going into the this playoffs, Charlie. We looked at the slate uh, and compared it to years in years past and yeah. said, it seems like we have 12 teams that could win the Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. But we head into championship weekend with, the top two seeds of each conference playing each other. Exactly. And it goes to show how much the bye does help these teams get refreshed. Mm. And the home field advantage is is also major. I mean, the other thing is, and from a betting standpoint, you fall in love with the wildcard week stories. Absolutely. Eagles get a big win. Dallas looks dominant. The Chargers are, are making plays. And you think, oh, man, who's going to stop these guys? Yeah. Oh, wait, they're going up against the best teams mm. In each conference. No shit. Who've who are rested. for a reason. Who've been dominant all year. Who have a home field advantage and whose fans are desperate for them to get a win. Exactly. We've said it throughout the entire year. I've kind of said it uh, quite aggressively that, you know, these four teams were so far above everyone else. I mean, there were, you know, there were flashes of the Ravens and the Chargers. But this weekend showed that kind of disparity, I think. And it really put it to bed how far apart these four teams are. And it's funny because these four teams kind of went through a mid to late season slump. Each one of them had some significant losses or, you know, some close games that they just got etched out on that made us doubt their abilities. You know, I'm, I'm mm. thinking of the Rams. I'm thinking of the Chiefs. Even the Patriots. Everyone thought that, you know, that they may not get a bye. They're mm. probably going to lose at Foxborough for the first time this year. And all of a sudden, each one of these teams looks absolutely unstoppable. It's yeah. crazy. It was incredible. And back to your wild card with the gambling points. I mean, you hear, obviously, a team gets up like the Colts, and we were so keen on the Colts. Right Love the, the Colts. Every podcast you hear is this Colts defense is stepping up. Darius Leonard. You get all these points in your mind. And we immediately took the Colts at plus five, you know, without even question. Oh, first, man, I thought first, that was... First part of my multi. I thought that was a steal. Completely shut the bed. But it was, it was you know, I'm, I'm very excited to see how these two matchups work out next weekend. Obviously, we'll get to that um, in the latter part of the show. But, uh, Zach, obviously, you know, this morning, you were going into it with a lot of excitement. Oh. Following that Bears win, I'm not I'm not adding salt to the wound. You were passionate about this team. And I, and I, to be honest, I was scared of Philly heading into New Orleans. I said, this is exactly the game Nick Foles pulls out of his ass. And I, I got text kind of halfway through the second quarter from a mate saying, if Philly win this, and I literally just, just grabbed my phone, NFL quickly, quickly. And it was, I think it was like 14 to nothing or something. And I just thought, like, what, like, this cannot be, this cannot be happening. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's kick into it. Let's get the music going. (laughs) Oh, it was an epic showdown, Chad. The mighty Philadelphia Eagles, they marched into the Mercedes-Benz Superdome and said, we're going to 
take over this first quarter. And they did. When I say that the start of this game was a dream start for any Philadelphia Eagles supporter, I, I, I mean it by every sense of the word. Drew Brees comes out, they receive the kick. First throw, throws it down, deep ball to Ted Ginn. Intercepted by Le, LeBlanc. Was it a flea flicker? It was not a flea oh, flicker. It was, was just a, a deep shot. It was just a deep, I can't remember, but it was oh. a deep shot. Intercepted. I'm like, holy smokes, this is how we win. It's got to be these, these epic yeah. moments to kill the momentum of a team that's been sitting on the bench for three weeks. And all of a sudden, the Eagles march out. Boom, boom, boom. Nick Foles just hits like six targets, five different receivers. And we've got a touchdown. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then quick three and out. Up, Eagles boys. march down. Score again. Foles runs it in. I'm like, this guy is a god. He ran it in. I was getting ready to text you saying, like, I can't wait to see what we get for Carson Wentz. That's like but the you know, level I yeah. was on. I was you, like, where you, you couldn't send that text. I didn't want it because I didn't yeah. want to jinx it. Now I think I should have. Uh, superstition gets should've the best of it. that text. You'd, you'd be in the NFC Championship if you sent it. I mean, here's the deal. It, it, it probably would have affected the game heavily. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles completely dominated the first quarter. But from there, the Saints, they, they turned it around. And it was in one particular play. Nick Foles threw an interception, took a deep shot to Zach Ertz. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Which is unheard happens. of. You never really you never really hear of a deep shot to Zach Ertz. Well, it's he was middle, middle streaming down the sideline with uh, Marcus Lattimore uh, hot on his tail. Nick just underthrew it. He gets the pick. Bit of momentum swinging, but we're up 14 zip in the Superdome. The crowd's quiet. No one cares. They're, they're mm. out of it. They're worried. They're like, Nick Foles' magic is about to, you know, Big Dick Nick is yeah. about to whip it out and hurt these boys. Spunk all over the field. Turkey slap them. Yeah. Round all up and down the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It looks like it's going to be a three and out, and uh, it's fourth and one. They're getting ready to punt. They're in punt formation. And that, number seven. Is it Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill, yeah. Runs the quarterback sneak uh. instead of the punt. Fake punt. They get the conversion. There's jubilation. Sean Payton does it again. Uh. Just absolutely swings momentum. All of a sudden, uh, the only player on the field it looked like for the whole game was Michael Thomas. The guy, his stats were unbelievable. I think he finished the day with, it must have been, what, a buck? Uh, buck 71. Buck 71 and a touch. I mean, it was, it was insane. Drew Brees was finding him all over the field. Running game got it going between Kamara and Ingram. You can't really hold them down. Yeah, 124 yards between them. And, and, and you know, you kind of contain Kamara. 16 carries for 71 yards. Not his um, best game of the season by any stretch, but... He just seemed dangerous every time he touched the ball. He also got 35 in the air. Yep. Uh, what really killed him, I think, the Eagles, uh, after that, just could not get anything going on offense. It was three and outs, punts, 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 interceptions. Uh, and then in the second half, New Orleans... Um, kick the ball off to the Eagles. We get another, you know, 10 yards and then a uh, turnover. And mm. uh, they happen to have the ball for a 10-minute bloody drive. It just killed me. I don't know. I'm still yeah. emotional about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I can, I can imagine, especially with such a, with such a hot start oh. in the Superdome away from home. And, you know, it, it, it's just show. It's a credit to the Saints franchise that they can come back from such a deficit 14-zip. I mean, their defense isn't exactly stellar. We don't look at the Saints' defense and say this is a team that can carry them through the playoffs. They rest on Drew Brees in this offense. Well, they have for years, but this does seem like the first year in a long time that the Saints' defense can be relied upon. And I think Sean Payton knows that. Mm. Um, they looked very good. Uh, you know, they gave up some penalties and the offense gave up some penalties. But here was the other thing about Drew Brees. Every time it was first and 20, third and 20, third and 15, he was just picking them up because yeah. he was finding Michael Thomas. Yeah. And that's what makes them so dangerous. 
next week hosting the Rams because I'm wondering how their secondary is going to hold up and if they're going to get frustrated with, you know, your Marcus Peters of the world yeah. and your Aqib Tlaibs who are getting a little old. And you wonder if this kind of, this slow start for the Saints is going to make them realize, you know, shit, we can't do this against the Rams. Exactly. They could almost come out and just go absolute berserk in that stadium and just put up like a 48 burger on this Rams D. I just, uh, it's just one of those games you can see. It's like, it's not like a tune up game, but it's, it's a reminder for them that they're not invincible. And this three week break obviously yeah. hurt them. But I think going into New Orleans, this I, game, as, they came out a bit slow. Yeah. And as well as the Rams played it's against Dallas, I just think the Saints are such a formidable team at home. If this game was in LA, I would, I'd probably back the Rams, but I just cannot see them going in I there. Think, yeah. I tend to agree. With I think this it, hostile crowd. I think it's a coin flip in LA, whereas I feel pretty confident about the Saints next week yeah. being at home. Um, yeah. I mean, the other part of, of the game was, and maybe one of the final plays, the Eagles are marching down. They're down 20 to 14. They got a chance to score a touchdown. I'm watching it thinking, oh, my God, it's yeah, going to happen this again. Is, yeah, this it's going to happen again. This is amazing. Nick Foles is starting to actually connect with receivers again. I'm like, he does this every game. He'll like start yeah. hot, have a bit of a slump, and then when he needs a fourth quarter comeback, he boom, 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 down the field, touchdown. We're trying to run the clock. I'm not sure what happened with the management, but we get a quick play off before this two-minute warning. Nick Foles fires one to Alshon Jeffrey. goes straight through his hands, hits him right on the clamps, but it yeah. just slides through. And uh, there's Lattimore again for the second pick. So was it. it a tip drill or just goes straight through his hands? I mean, it touched his hands, but yeah. it, I wouldn't call it a tip drill. Yeah. I, think, I feel like it was a drop. And that was the game. And that was the game. I mean, then they picked up a first down to really ice it, but uh, yeah. the odds of... It was there to be How one. How far out was Jeffrey from the end zone when he was? Uh, he was within. Ball. He was inside the twenty. Oh my god! It would have just been a, another, you know, b- yeah. a bit more momentum. Yeah. I, I, two honestly, minutes, I two felt, minutes on the clock. How many timeouts, Jeff? We had one timeout. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking the Eagles are gonna just try and run the clock down and yeah. do a late score, a bit like a bit of a golden tape. Yeah. From last week, I'm thinking, oh, here we go again, the Blaze. Yeah. But uh, alas, the Eagles defending champs go home. No, hell of a season. I'll stop talking about them soon. I swear to God. No, it's man. a hell of a season considering where they were. You got to give them credit. They seriously look like they shut the bed. I think it was like week 13 or week 14 when they beat the Rams. We're like, okay, the Rams had a week off. Yeah. For Philly to go this far and challenge New Orleans in their home, which I, I think the Rams will, would probably lose by more than six next week. I think it's a hell of a it's a hell it's a hell of a uh, hey they covered the spread Chess. it's a hell of a it's a hell of a spread this organization and Troy Aikman but it was uh, the last point I want to get at is obviously Yo. Foles yeah he's clearly not going to be there next year let's let's I think get down to brass tacks I was wondering and I wanted to get your thoughts on this I saw a few shots of Carson Wentz on the sideline. If you're casting well, rid of those pimples on his neck. Oh my god! I Jesus know, right? Christ, dude, just pop them far out. You're gonna be on national television. Just you, clean up a little bit. You're you a franchise. Else, you're, you're doing nothing else. You're franchise quarterback. Look at Tom Brady, man. Far out. I love casting. Take care Wentz. of yourself. Just, just buy some ASAP. Pop them, man. Jesus Christ! He had the he had the beanie and he had the cap and the headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic kit. Yeah, classic. He's got a big schnoz on him too. He does have a beak oh, on him, Charlie. He has talk, a but he's beak. Got a fucking schnoz up. Hey, you're a toucan committee over yeah. there, you and Carson. But um, yeah, I was wondering, if you're Carson Wentz and you're watching, and in your heart of hearts, obviously it's your team, you want them to win. Mm. But to not complicate the situation and see Foles go on to even represent the Eagles in another Super Bowl or compete or win, are you thinking, I want the team to win? Or no, stuff is it, it's my team. Is it not the worst thing that, okay, Philadelphia Eagles... Yeah, didn't get through. We can now move on from yeah, Foles. I think, I'm I think the quarterback. No controversy here. Internally, he'd be chuffed. You got to imagine, right? That's yeah. what I was. There's th- no way that he wants this to go to an NFC Championship or a Super Bowl. 
two years in a row. Because like otherwise, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting traded to exactly. Arizona, the exactly. Giants. So divisional is like you know yeah. we had a good run. The Saints are a good team. Oakland. Falls, go get a four-year, like $80 million contract. This is my team now. I'm thinking if, if Kirk can Cousins see. can get three years oh. guaranteed, I mean, we're talking about Super probably, Bowl probably MVP. Get, yeah, probably get 50 mil. But I think, uh, I think Carson would, yeah, internally be pretty chuffed. I can't see them trading him, and I think I think Falls nah. is going to get fucking paid, well, just like our boy Joe Flacco. Yeah, dead set. Hey, Joe's yeah. getting paid. Super Bowl MVPs up for grabs all round. Yeah. Who knows if Eli Regardless stays. if you won it 10 years ago or last year, you're going to get paid. It doesn't matter. You're going to get yeah. a bit of coin. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing McCarthy for the effect. Eagles. They can, uh, there's an option. I'm not sure if it's an Eagles option or a Foles option. There's a $20 million option for next year. If that's taken up, then the Eagles may be able to trade Foles mm. instead of letting him go to another team. And right. it's like, what do you give up for Nick Foles? Technicality for our listeners. Do you give up a first? Absolutely. Oh, Chaz didn't expect you to go that Absolutely way. Absolutely give up a first. What if you do? Majority of the quarterbacks stink. They do, don't they? I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm taking Nick Foles if I'm starting my team. Yeah, you think he's like a top 25, 100%. top 20 quarterback? If I'm the Jags, I'm calling Nick Foles right now. I need someone who's clutch. Yeah, I need someone, I need, I need someone who can throw a ball on the 10 yards. <laughs> I like you, Nick Foles. Nick, you're a warm body and we yeah. need you a quarterback because we've had a corpse there for the last Seriously, three years. Seriously, they need someone. I, I would be, Nick, Nick Foles would be in a good spot right now. It'd be feeling pretty Seriously. confident. Yeah. Glad he got this second run. 100%. I, I think it, it was hilarious that they beat the Bears and Mitch Trubisky and looking back at that and how primed the Chicago were for a run. Oh, yeah, they were really big, feeling themselves. Big Nick just said he can get stuff. Yeah. Um, it would have been interesting to see if, they, if the Bears did win that game and they went to L.A. That would have been a fun matchup yeah. to watch. I would have, I would enjoyed that. I would have mm. thought that the Bears could get up. It was a little colder than mm. usual in LA. It's, it's an open field. I, don't mm. know. I just, I don't know if I would have trusted Jared and the rest of the boys against I that just couldn't defense. Ima- I couldn't imagine CJ running the rock on uh, Hakeem Hicks and yeah. Khalil Mack like he did. Mm. I so. mean, that's the thing though. The Dallas D is not exactly something to scoff at. That's yeah. what they've been. The hot boys, as they like to call themselves, <sighs> that's what they've been priding themselves on all year. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of, let's move on to the second game. Uh, it was the uh, Saturday night game. It was the Dallas Cowboys heading to the Coliseum for a, a Saturday night showdown of two prolific NFC offenses. And what a game it turned out to be. It was a little bit uh, one-sided the, kind of in the first half. Yep. Dallas kind of came back. And I was a little bit sketchy about Goff and his composure to hold this uh, Rams lead. But they came out on top with this rushing game. And I tell you what, they're headed to New Orleans. It's a, it's a hell of a ride for this Los Angeles team. Oh, well, they've got to be feeling confident with that ground game, as you said. Gurley and CJ Anderson, mm. maybe one of the pickups of the year, outplaying Amari Cooper uh, yeah, for the, the Dallas Cowboys yeah. as, as, a, as a mid-season pickup. He had 123 yards on the ground. Unbelievable yeah, he, couple he, of touchdowns. What a, what a, what a story he, for old CJ. He was a one-man wrecking machine. There was no horizontal running in this game. He was simply ground and pound. He was a chunky he boy. Made, he made this Dallas D look inferior. It was an incredible performance by CJ. A guy cut from three different teams in Denver, Arizona, uh, not Arizona, the Carolina, and Oakland to finish. Of all but places. Oakland just cut people with talent. So it was interesting to see. It's <laughs> a good but, sign. <laughs> but, but it was just incredible how he took over this first quarter and a half, and then Gurley had this one run and just ripped off like a 35-yarder mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Um, and that really opened up the passing game for the Rams. So it was great to see. Um, we do have Cousin Funbags on the line, a passionate Rams fan. Cousin, are you there? Boys, yes, I am. And I'm pumped up, fellas. Um, what a win. We're back in the good books. Sean McVay broke in the spell, got his first playoff win after mm. all the doubters were coming out of the woodwork. You guys had written him off a couple of weeks back. 
We had. I um, was. I, I had my doubts based off of last year's loss to Atlanta. I just thought, here we go again. Yeah, they've gone three and two in the last five on a serious skid, and we were doubting golf's composure in the postseason. But 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 fang out. What did what did you like the most out of this game? Mate, it was a three-headed running Russian attack with CJ Anderson, human bowling ball, mm. Todd Gurley, the Lamborghini, and then how about White Michael Vick, Jared Goff getting it done third <laughs> down? Oh no, big wow, spin move. <laughs> It was the most awkward spin move I've ever seen, but it was a great run and it pretty much iced the game. But uh, you got to admit, this rushing Clutch game run. really made it easy for Goff in the second half. Yeah, it wasn't Goff's best game from a passing mm. point of view, but I thought he managed it well. He made big throws when he needed to make the throws, but it was really it was the offensive line getting it done. Oh, they were great. Everyone was they were fantastic. Up, everyone was talking up the linebackers, you know, Smith and Van Der Esch going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Best rushing defense in the league, but. Uh, yep. The big boys up front, Whitworth and, and, and Haverstein and Dory just went out so, there and, and dominated. And Sullivan as well. Just absolutely Sullivan. smashed oh, the Troy Aikman there. was loving Sullivan's work early. Oh, yeah. He had a hard on. Really? For, definitely for the first half. He said Sullivan won every every single contest. I don't know about that, but he was pretty strong on his thoughts. Um, Troy Aikman was. And, Pete, obviously, we don't, you know, we don't. You, you were doubting this offense with the lack of Cooper Cup. You were big on him throughout the season. And uh, they just killed them with the reverse play, as we texted throughout the game. The reverse always gets it done. Yeah, all the three receivers like to get involved in the uh, in the rushing game, Woods, Reynolds, and Cooks, and they just mm. continue to to throw those reverses and get the motion going. And it just confuses the defense. They've got no idea which way it's going to go, and then bang, yep. they has gone for four yards. That's just it. It's always keeping the offense on track, on target, getting those you know nine yard, five yard ripping off uh, extra gains through the downs, making sure that you're always moving forward. Got to feel confident absolutely shutting down, as you said, the vaunted linebackers of Dallas. They just looked absolutely overwhelmed mm. with that offensive line. Mate, going into New Orleans next week, confidence levels as a Rams supporter through and through, through uh, the St. Louis era. See the greatest show on turf back in the day, mate? You know, this, yeah, this is what... it, caught it. Um, I don't know how the Saints' offense is, is what it is, is what it was during the, the start of the season. I reckon right. uh, our defense starting to turn on a little bit. You know, Littleton, Sue, Donald all making plays. I'm pretty confident. I reckon we can keep them to sort of two touchdowns and get it done. Yeah, it's interesting you say with that defense, Pete. I was a little bit concerned at the end of the Dallas game with the Rams' secondary and a lack of discipline from Akeem Tlaib, essentially pushing Amari Cooper out of a play that was pretty much shot and giving up that pass interference to the one-yard line. And obviously, you got Marcus Peters, who has more flags than Portsy Backpage. So what are your thoughts on this Rams D heading into New Orleans with a, with a quarterback <laughs> like Drew Brees? You know, they're not faking Dak, Dak Prescott here. Are you concerned about this secondary? No, not concerned. I'm yeah, concerned. not concerned at all. Unbiased. Uh, defense, the defensive line is going to get it done. Donald, he had a quieter game on the pass rush front, but yeah. he shut down every run. Zeke looked like a little... Uh, Little fourteen-year-old trying to run between these big boys, but mm. Sue and Sue and Donald blocking everything up front. Marcus Peters is the one liability. If there yeah, is one on the yeah. defense, he's mm-hmm. just out there making plays, and I hear he's been uh, talking his mouth off again about uh, lining up against Malcolm Thomas. So we'll see how that goes. But no, very confident, fellas. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. Might fly up, fly over. Um, just weighing up the pros and cons at this stage. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it'll be a good week. Already, already filed in the day, mate. Are you, are you thinking about? Yeah, just book the annual leave today. Just take an annual leave. So, yeah. um, got 
got a few contest points so I can sort of get over there with, and uh, it's going to be a great week if you guys want to come across. Uh, it, it is tempting. Um, being across. the uh, one of two Rams fans in New Orleans um, during a SmackDown <laughs> is not my idea for a Saturday night, but I think that, I mean, obviously when you put that annual leave for me, the director wouldn't have even questioned you uh, based on the Rams' performance today. Are you concerned about that loss during the season, though, to, to New Orleans, that 45 to 35 High offensive game. Do you think? Do you think you can rectify those problems? Actually, that gives me confidence. I mm. thought we were very unlucky. Yeah. Um, a few throws didn't go away, and I'm telling you, Breeze is not playing as well as he was at the start of the season. I mm-hmm. saw a couple of his throws today. He was throwing little ducks that were flying 15 yards over everyone's head. I think he's getting a bit um, long in the tooth, mate. Yeah, he's getting a bit long. He started reading the press. Well, I might finally win MVP. He's sort of just torn apart at the scene. So, yeah, falling apart. Uh, very yeah. confident. We'll get it done. Um, Barely fouled, Michael Thomas. <laughs> for OCS Championship. Yeah. Very falling apart. 13-3. I will admit, I mean, and we'll get in. We, oh, sorry, we've already spoken about it. Mm. Uh, haven't we, Charlie? Yeah, we have. Um, the Saints started very slow today um really took control of the game i'd be a bit worried about them very loud stadium uh but i tell you what if there was one team in the nfc that was going to take it to them it looks like it's this Green Rams. Packers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's, no, who's the who's the uh who's the new coach matt leblanc no pete you love him no, peter Lafleur. Peter Lafleur. oh peter lafleur <laughs> peter lafleur no he's amazing and it's, it's very good signs in fy19 in green bay and uh It'll be good. To, it'll be good to get AB on board. Are you guys going to rebrand uh, the average Joe? I'm thinking about it. Let's get back. Let's get back to the NFC Championship, Pete. Um, I think obviously the Rams are going to this game underdog. What do you see them as on the line? Do you think they're a kind of a minus three job? I reckon it, it's probably a minus three. If yeah. it's an even field, I reckon it'd be sort of flip of the coin. But just the home field advantage might give them a, a field goal. Mm. But um, no, the crowd don't see an issue. Still about. 60% of the supporters on the weekend were Cowboys fans, and that didn't yeah. seem to worry any of the lads. Um, yeah. So, pretty confident. They've, they always play quite well away from home as well. Um, mm. The run, rushing attack always seems to, to function no matter where you go. Indoor as well, which I like. Mm. Um, we had a few issues in the colder climates early in the year, but indoor, I'm pretty confident that, uh, that there shouldn't be any issues on the offense. Yeah. But, and one yeah, more, issue. yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, one more powerful question: would, uh, would you celebrate a Rams Super Bowl harder than a D's Grand Final win? Great question. Great question. That is a really, really interesting question. Probing, Charlie. Um, they're both just so. I've never ever thought about experiencing either, but it's quite hard to comprehend. Uh, um, not Australian. It would idol. probably be. <laughs> No, it would, it would be a D's grand final just. Um, yeah, we cried. I actually don't know any other LA Rams fans personally, so it'd be sort of yeah. me sort of celebrating my, by myself in my jock sort of on yeah. the couch. Yeah. Um, 11 a.m. getting absolutely so, tanked. Yeah, did experience a, it last year. Uh, very, yeah. Uh, um, he doesn't mind getting his ring out. He is, he, Fang had his ring out on Saturday night, actually. Luckily, I didn't have a bowl full of food, would have munted, but I'm a very. <laughs> he does not uh, shy away. <laughs> That's sort of rigged, I was saying. There's sort of quite a heavy sort of set. But no, yeah. it was... Um, Aaron yeah. Donald. I got to say, between the three of us don't mind getting the shirts off. Yeah. I remember uh, New Year's Eve. There was yeah. a few flying around as well. Well, Jeez. if you've got it, flaunt it. Um, yeah. It's very exciting. And uh, obviously, the Sunday NFC game, I think it's at 7 a.m. So you won't be able to watch any of it, Funga. You'll be working. Unlucky. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Because I'm going to be coming in a little bit late on Monday, so I made sure no, very I good. Got some uh, personal I'll commitments. I'll, yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. In, interstate, interstate wedding on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> very busy. Awesome, hey cousin, <laughs> fun bags, good, mate. Bye. We'll get you back on next week. Um, hey, all the best Bye. for the Rams. Hope they get through. Thanks for having me, lads. Thanks, mate. Chaz, moving on. It was uh, the first game on Sunday. A bit of a back to front order of the way that we're going through the games. Yeah, we apologise. Yeah, whatever. We go with the most interesting stuff first. You know that. Yeah, That's we get there. Works. We get there. This is um, maybe one of the first stinkers. Let's call it a stinker. Oh, it's a bit harsh, the legacy of these two quarterbacks. But Mate, uh, the way the first half panned out, it's, it's a stinker. For, for the, a playoff game, it's a stinker. For a playoff game, for the drama yeah. and for the hype that was leading in that was the Los Angeles Chargers yeah. traveling to Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts to take on the New England Patriots where the we thought – the world. We thought that uh, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots dynasty would be shocked. They'd be electrocuted Nailed by the bolts the coffin. and uh, sent thunderstruck. However, they were eight and zero at home, and they weren't about to let that record go mm. tarnished. Uh, mm. They handled LA and Philip Rivers. Uh, now zero and eight against Tom Brady in his career. God, that's terrible. It, it really it, it hurts. It felt like the Chargers were primed for a run, Charlie. But alas, they were not enough when they needed to be. be. <laughs> and that, that, that's a very good analysis, Zach. But I think the Patriots, um, this was <laughs> another workmanlike playoff game for the Patriots. I mean, we discussed throughout the week that, you know, the Chargers, they're a red hot team. They don't, they shouldn't be 12 and four. They shouldn't be, you know, visiting. They shouldn't play two road games with a 12 and four record. Yeah. And we say, you know, this you know, Melvin Ingram on the, on the defensive side, it's Rivers year and he's having MVP season. And everyone sleeps on the Patriots, but you give Bill Belichick and his coaching staff a week to prepare. Two weeks. Two weeks. Really, two weeks to prepare. And they say, you know what? We're going to throw the ball to James White 58 times. <laughs> we're going to give the rock to Sonny Michelle 30 times. And we're going to keep Brady away from pressure. And you're going to get a Patriots route. And it was just, it was 35 to 7 at one point. And all of that doubt I had about the Patriots and all my hatred, oh, my hatred's still there, but. It really does make you nervous as they head to Kansas City. It happens every year. We spoke it about does. at the top of the podcast where you get too hyped about the wildcard games. Mm -hmm. And you it's, also... It's, it's most fresh in your mind. You discount the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking. You, I don't know what it, you know what? I've, I fell victim to other podcasts and other shows yep. who were also down talking the Patriots mm -hmm. thinking, oh, they're not quite the same this year. Gronk's mm -hmm. a... You know, a shell of himself, Brady's getting old, mm. and oh, no, no, Belichick's just not making this defense work for, mm. for what it could be. But they completely shut down the L.A. running attack. Uh, they ended up having 19 on the ground. I mean, that's Melvin anemic. Gordon, I mean, it's got a bit better that injury coming into play, but uh, Justin Jackson won carry for four yards, and you're not going to get anything in the passing game. Obviously, you know, Keenan Allen had a touchdown, but uh, 75 yards. But apart from that, I mean... This Chargers offense was just anemic in the first half. And the Patriots' defense continues to play well. They've still got, they've still got Super Bowl-caliber players on this side of the ball. Dante Hightower. Hey, Gilmore is, a, is an yeah, elite Yeah, Stephon Gilmore, McCourty. They've got some really nice players on the defensive side. Van Noy. I like Kyle Van Noy. He's steady. Yep. And, you know, it was just another clinical. I felt like I was watching... A game from like two or three years ago. It's just, it happens every year. It pisses me off. This this is reminiscent of their uh, their run a couple of years ago when they before they played Atlanta. 
when they yeah. just found different players in their system to the make Colts. the offense work. They pants the Colts. Maybe that was the Colts in the AFC Championship. They My- smashed someone in the divisional, and I don't know who they beat. They I, beat I just them remember convincingly. them hitting Amendola one week, and then they'd be hitting Chris Hogan, Ho- Chris Hogan another week for 150 yards. Joey Adelman. Just beating people in different ways. The only mm-hmm. way that they... Um, they know how is is to is to fight the team that's in front of them. It's crazy. James, James White also tying the most receptions in a playoff game record with fifteen for ninety seven. James White continue to underestimate this dude. He they hit him. What did they hit him like six times in the first? He's drive? an absolute stud, and he does the same play he every time. Coin Brady. Brady just drops back. White goes out to the right. He literally pretends to look at the coverage, dumps it off to White, and then White like just dives through two linebackers who yep. just like jump over the top of him. For a first down, happens every time, and five yards, eight yards, five ten yards, yards, eight yards. Touchdown, Patriots! And they just they do it routinely, and the Chargers had no answer. Obviously, the coaching battle we have to stress: Anthony Lynn against Bill Belichick. A bit you more know, pedigree behind yeah, Bill. He's been yeah. in the league for a, a lot longer. I, mm. I mean, full credit to Anthony Lynn. You know, twelve wins is not easy in Absolutely. the NFL, and I think um, just the moment was too big for them. And now, what does this say about Philip Rivers? And he's and we're looking back on his career, 0-8 against the Pats. Not much of a, a factor in the playoffs. Yes, he's had you know 15 years of uh, you know 4,000 passing yard seasons and, and chat for MVP. But does this loss affect his legacy at all? Uh, I feel like it will get lost in the mm. in the highlights of Phil's career. I I never really know what happened in divisional games. I mean, and it no. hurts him that he wasn't able to get through to a Super Bowl. Um, I. Maybe they'll be able to do it next year. I'm not sure. It did feel like this was his best chance, and it has been his best shot in maybe 10 years. Because you know the Chargers are going to cock up a lot of games. It felt like this year they just didn't do it that much. Yeah, they didn't do it that much. They found a kicker. Man, all making things happen. Oh, Phil was throwing it around. They had some receivers. Uh, they're due for a year. You know, they have a really good year sometimes, but next year they'll probably go seven to nine. If there was one team that was going to drop out of the playoffs for no reason, it would be the Chargers. So Definitely just, got a nine and seven smell about them. Yeah, and now Vic Fangio's in Denver. It's game over. So I think that <laughs> I think the Patriots. You know, it was funny. You know, Brady was calling Giselle at halftime. What's for dinner? And it's <laughs> going to be interesting to see as they head to Arrowhead. Obviously, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are rolling. We know that it's at Arrowhead, which is the only reason I have faith in the Chiefs. This is at New England. I'll be like penciling the goddamn Pats. Yeah, because every time a team goes to Foxborough, they just completely shit the bed. Well, they just. Apart from the Ravens. Get up for the moment. If, if Lamar Jackson beat the Chargers and they somehow went to New England, they would have won that game. Because the Bol- Baltimore Ravens are the only team that can go to Foxborough and have a chance. I don't know what it is, but every every time they do it. There's a belief. Yeah, there's a belief there. Uh, and that's half the battle. Yeah. If you, um, get, if you get T. Sizzle and Ray, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis hyped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a chance. Yeah, Ray, but, yeah. Ray Lewis danced before. Yeah, it is tough for the LA Chargers. I mean, they had to fly over to Baltimore, get a road win, fly home, then fly back to Boston. I mean, these guys have been all, well, the all time over the zone. country. The time zone's different. Well, let's think about that too. You I know, mean, it's you know they're three hours uh, ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> technically, they were playing. I've heard this routinely throughout the week. They're playing at ten a.m. So essentially, playing at breakfast. God, it's uh, not ideal. No, after you face the the the, the wrath. I mean, of as, Lamar Jackson as we all passing. Know, after the age of 15, if you're playing before 10 a.m., yeah. I mean, you're yeah, an amateur. You're done. You're exactly right. And so uh, men, mentally, I think that also affected them. Um, <laughs> We've got to imagine. But, okay. you know, that 12-4 and four record can't get you a home game. There's got to be something done there. Because, yeah, this Chargers team, just because they're in a quality division with the Chiefs, they get done and the Patriots play nuffies in their division and they host, you know, routine playoff games. But that'll never change. Um, Eighth? Oh, sorry. 
didn't mean to cut you off there. No, that's fine. That was the end of my point. Eighth straight AFC championship oh, game. Oh, God, who cares? For the Pats. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, Charlie. Yeah, be, yeah. Come on. It is. It's impressive. Is anyone even close to that in history? Uh, you know, I get maybe someone did in the 40s, but I'm just, it, it, it's it's unreal. Terry Bradshaw. Did he, he made a couple in his day. He made a couple. Yep. Facts. He made a couple. That's what we like. We need someone uh, With the Steelers. cross-checking these. Yes, just we do. Just on a laptop in the corner. We'll get someone I mean? there. We'll hire someone. Look, if anyone's looking for a job, yeah, hit us up. First down under little at ne- Gmail. Little nephew. Yeah. Some of that nature. Well, the Instagram's going soon, so. Oh, just... watch out. Hey, we're going to get these photos going. Screenshot. Tom Brady, though, uh, looking like the absolute champion that he <laughs> yes, is. 34 he is. or 44. 343 yards and a touch on the day. Yeah. Chaz, they are looking dangerous heading mm. into Arrowhead, but mm. it is not an easy place to play. As the Colts did learn on Saturday, US time. I want to get something off my chest. Frank Reich looked, did you watch a little bit of this game? He looked like a character of Frozen. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's got this, this lush, his beard. This his lush, beard lush is beautiful. Beard. And I'd love to see him animated on Madden 19, but he's just the perfect animation uh. character, Frank Reich. And he looked like an absolute boss. He wasn't calling players like a boss because this team was completely shot in the first five minutes. Kansas City, literally two drives, which puts Mahomes literally at ease. And they, you know, they're doing all these different plays that they run Kansas City throughout the season. They had the reverse to Tyreek Hill, which was a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, the big boy, got involved early. He dominated as well. Yeah, I think he had nine catches for about 90 yards. And Patrick Mahomes, all this chat about the Chiefs not winning a playoff game and Andy Reid and the curse of Andy Reid and Arrowhead. And obviously that lost the Colts two years ago when Alex Smith played. This is Patrick Mahomes now we're talking about. Absolutely. And Even the loss last year to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. The, 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 that was brutal. Yeah, Tennessee Titans. Oh, they were up by, uh, what, 17? Yeah, 17. Yeah, they they Marcus the, Mariota, what's up, going on? 21-3. They lost 22-21. Yeah. And so, but, you know, this was the Chiefs' day. They, they dominated from the get-go. I think any game you can have the Chiefs with Mahomes not throwing a touchdown and a Chiefs win by 18 points, you're pretty happy with what you were seeing. And it was because of that defense. Chris Jones on the defensive side. So where did this come from? He had two or three batted balls in the first quarter. And this team completely shut down the running game. I think Marlon Mack, I think he ended up having, he only had 46 yards, but he wasn't much of a factor. Luck only threw for 203. He looks consistently under pressure from this Chiefs defense. They look like they came to play. They you know, received a lot of shit throughout the year for not being able to stop anyone. And they couldn't. Yeah. I mean, the 16 weeks of football, they looked anemic. It was all on the Chiefs. It was all on the homes to carry this team. But it was an all-round team effort. Damian Williams as well. He starred in the rushing game. He had 25 carries for 129. Where, where did they pick He's up a Damian third Williams string running from. back? Where did they find him? Was Man. he was he just on the roster? Yeah. Where's Kareem Hunt? I mean, well, there's no chat about him. Completely yeah. forgotten him. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, considering He's an afterthought it, it, for this team, they they made a decision. They they didn't screw around with it, mm. and it looks like that it was the right one because mm. that offense is humming. They are humming. I feel like anyone can get anyone. Everyone gets involved in this offense. Goddamn, Sammy Watkins had six catches for sixty-two yards. He looked like the receiver that came out of the draft, and they just hit you in so many different ways. This Chiefs team, and I'm feeling confident about them. Heading, obviously, hosting the Pats. It's going to be a much bigger challenge with Tom Brady and Co. coming to town. But it just looked like Patrick Mahomes just on this on this absolute tear this year. He's, he's obviously going to win the MVP. Yep, and. Just these throws he's making when he gets out of the pocket and throws across his body to the middle of the field, I, it just gives you just gives you goosebumps. The guy's twenty three years old, and it's insane. Yeah, how good he is already. Definitely a just deserving his, MVP. Yeah, just his voice kills me. 
His voice does kill me. Uh, uh, it's good to know that there is a chink in his armor. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, while he can talk all the shitty ones, he's still going to sound real. I don't know what he sounds it's, it's, like. It's kind of like, um, it's a it's bit really, nasally. It's really nasally. It's like, yeah. But it's, it's really, it's really, red, it's really redneck. All right. Yeah, it's oh, kind of redneck. No, it's not like that. It's more Bill Gates, but it's, it's yeah. redneck. I was trying um, to be like, yeah, that's a bit nerdy. Mm. And but uh, back to the key points of the game, I think, um, yeah, it's going to, obviously we look back at the week five matchup with the Pats, it was 43 to 40 in New England. Mm-hmm. And it was an offensive showing and we all thought the Chiefs would roll them in, on the Pats home turf. But it's going to be really interesting to see in this cold weather how the, how the Patriots go against the Chiefs. And, you know, I think it comes down to how this Chiefs defense holds up. For this Colts team, do you feel like that maybe they went beyond their limits even to get to this point and it all just became a bit much and they were going up against one of the top two teams in the league and just couldn't answer the bell? A little bit. I think the Colts, and obviously they had that, they won 10 of their last 11 run and, and Luck was on that, was, you know, was absolutely playing his best kind of football. But at the end of the day, in this game, there just weren't enough stars on the Colts' side of the ball. Mm. Offensively, I think T.Y. Hilton obviously had four catches for 60 yards, but Eric Ebron was kind of nullified. He still had 50 yards. But but they just don't have enough weapons against Kansas City it is in these, to kind of dent them and keep up with them on the scoreboard. In these tough games, you want to lean on your stars, but yeah. when you've only got one who's getting punished by the other team, exactly. I mean, who, who does he lean to? Who does he hand it off to? Marlon Mack, how was his game? He had nine carries for 46. He was still a bit of a factor, but I just think, I think a lot of these young receivers as well, Chester Rogers, Dontrell Inman, kind of no playoff experience. I just think it's too hard for them. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they don't really have that many guys to rely on. So I yeah. think a culmination of that, and obviously Luck, Luck looked down in the first quarter. He looked he looked fucking depressed. He just like, well, this is not like that. Yeah, you can right. kind of tell straight away. And, you know, you're going up against Andy Reid, yeah, Frank Reich's a great coach, but I just think the Chiefs at Arrowhead was just too much for them to handle, and they got away early, and it was just too much for them to come you back. Know, they never looked like standing They had that punt block. They were down 17 zip. They had a punt block for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and Chris Collinsworth trying to keep them, keep people keep listening. the vibe up. Yeah, keep, you know, it's 17-7. This is a ball game now. Stay and, tuned in. And the Chiefs literally just went down the field the next drive. Mahomes got the ball, and they went 80 yards in like six plays. Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Hill, Mahomes touchdown. And it was 24-7, to and I was like, this is over. If you're a Colts fan, you've still got to feel good about the season. Oh, absolutely. And you're very well positioned for the next few years mm. with draft picks, uh, a strong offensive line, which is, has been your you know Achilles heel for the last five years. All of a sudden, it's your biggest strength. Yep. And a player in Andrew Luck who looks like he may be returning to MVP form. Exactly. In and that's, not all, too distant that's all you future. can ask for. A healthy Luck and you're a happy Colts fan. Yeah. So, I mean, this Chiefs team though, Chaz. Oh, I'm we excited. love them. We're getting behind them. They're the team of FDU. Uh, they are. They now are the they, team. They, they killed the Colts and now the team of FDU is the Chiefs. I think that, Who that's was it. the team of FDU before the Chiefs? It was the Colts. Colts, yeah, the Colts. So now and we the believed Chiefs. in the Colts and we loved them. <laughs> now we go for the Chiefs. We, we must move on because we cannot stand the Patriots. Like most of America living all. outside of uh, New England and, mm. and the Boston area, greater Boston area, you, you've got to imagine that everyone wants to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. you got Absolutely. Andy Reid. It would be an injustice for the Patriots to make the Super Bowl. Getting this monkey off his back. I mean, his only Super Bowl appearance came against, uh, as a head coach, came against, against yeah, the against Bill Belichick. New, new you know, Patriots four. and Bill Belichick. And, uh, the Donovan McNabb does. Yes. Copped. Uh, 24 to 21. Bit of a loss. Yeah. Oh, nice. Even the score line. Yep. Donovan oh, McNabb my, threw up on the sideline. One of my few skills. Um, but yes, I, I do agree. If the Patriots do make the Super Bowl, I may consider working. And I think that, you know, I really do want to see the Saints. I love the Rams, 
but I just think Mahomes against Breeze. I haven't seen it this year. We saw Goff versus uh, Mahomes, obviously. Yep. I just think the Saints Chiefs would be the ultimate Super Bowl. I think that's the Super Bowl we deserve. It is. Um, the best team in the NFC and the AFC, I think. N- not to say that I, w- I would still enjoy seeing the Rams in there. Yep. Sean McVay's a lot of fun. Uh, Jared Goff and the boys, they get things done. But mm. it's got to be, I mean, I hope, Chief Saints. Chiefs but we'll see. Yeah. It's an exciting weekend of football. Yeah, the best weekend of the year. Absolutely. Championship weekend. Yeah. We were treated to some great games last year. I think it's going to be the same again. What did we have last year? No, we had the Eagles absolutely Eagles Vikings. That was one of the worst NFC championships ever. It was 38 to 7. That was one of the best days of my life. Second and then, best. And it was the Patriots and they beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. Some great, some great AFC matchups. <laughs> Strong matchups. Uh, but no, it, it's 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 a great time to be alive. This is the best this great is the best three be weeks. Obviously not the Pro Bowl. It's live gonna be an absolute shit show. We're living our best life. We are. And we're very excited. So Chaz, I think it's time for us to move on to the punt. Oh, of course. Uh, and as we always do. I do believe you actually did one. Threw a punt week on this and, week. And stepped up. Um, another one of those weeks where if I just bet the opposite of what I thought, probably would have done pretty well, Chaz. I don't mind that. I don't mind it at all. And that, I should have done that again. But uh, I actually was being, obviously we listen to the podcast routinely throughout the week. We always get absorbed by other people's opinions and that absolutely cooked us. I don't think I got through, I didn't get through the first leg. Um, so Ouch. I think you fared a little bit better. No, actually you didn't. No, I did. Okay. So I, um, I was actually up in Sydney. I was meant yep. to say, uh, I, I missed the Sunday games. I was driving back to Melbourne from, Stitch from up. old Sydney, uh, brutal. Mm. Uh, but, uh, on Saturday night I was having a couple of beers down at the Coogee Pav. Mm. And you texted me saying, put a bet on. I said, bloody oath, mate. I was really feeling myself. going to stay. Yeah. Uh, actually I was three skewies. Coogee or Coogee? Coogee? It must be Coogie. Is it Coogie? No, it's Coogie. Oh, okay. But Coogie would also be a quirky name. Totally. I think it's Coogie. I think it's Coogie. It's definitely Coogie. Sounds like Coogie. It's definitely Coogie, but yeah. Coogie would be good. Oh, man, I should have just let you run with that. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, down at Coogie Pav, um, dropping bets left, right, and center. If my uh, Bet365 account level load, I'll Miss be able I to tell you what they Miss were. Miss I would have loved the chat. She was loving uh, the chat. I said, babe, what do you feel about the over-under of Colts <laughs> Chiefs? Because... I really think that this is going to be hey. an offensive explosion. Yeah. And, and I got burnt on that like probably the rest of the world did because mm. the, the Colts didn't rock up. I'd love to see what Vegas are doing for Saints, Rams, the over. Oh. You've got to be talking 55 plus. But every game, I feel, hit the under over the weekend. No, not the Chargers, Pats. Except for Chargers, Pats. You got me there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Col- yeah right. Colts, Chiefs did for sure. I but think it, Rams, sorry, Dallas. Maybe, should I say like over the playoffs, I feel like it's been majority unders. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's a, a a trend to follow, Chaz. Yeah. See, I went. So I had. Uh, I went over four. Um, Ouch. You'd, you'd think. <laughs> you think after a, a like a whole season of betting that we'd be even a semblance of uh, not even one win. Like I had the Colts at plus five to start because we love that defense, and we thought, you know what, this is going to be a close game in Kansas City, a cold game. Kansas City offense going to slow down. Not the case. I had Dallas at plus seven and a half. Oh. That kills you. I had the same. Because they lost by eight. And it was over 48.5. So if I did. I had the over. Yeah. Which was uh, one that got up. Yeah. But uh, alas, the yeah, line. If I had the line, just 0.5 away from a one, one out of four. And I had the charges, 113. Big win, little one win. To the, oh, you thought they were going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I was confident that I had the Saints at minus eight and a half. And uh, over 50 and a half, which were both wrong. Total of 34 points between Eagles and Saints. Who would have thought? Oh, damn. Indoor. 
Well, I got the Philly Eagles at plus eight. I thought that is a disrespectful line for the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, LA Chargers plus four. Said, yep. look, may cop the loss, but yep. they'll keep it within a field goal. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> uh, Dallas Cowboys plus seven. I mean, you know, this is going to be a low-scoring affair. It's going to be shut down. LA's not going to be able yeah, to move the ball. Yeah, close enough, Dallas, though. Oh, I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah, oh, that's oh. a fair effort. I had the over on Indy uh, KC. Yeah, 100%. Bit, that one hurt. Well, you had the, you had the, oh, yeah, you had the over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I actually had the over on Dallas Rams. And... Um, yeah, that got up. That got up. Yeah. Oh, how about that? So overall, overall, not too bad. Oh, look, we, we've had worse days. Yeah. Out, basically every other session. Um, Chaz, you got to feel good about it's Championship gonna... Sunday. Um, yep. Are we thinking about? I'm just looking at them now. It's a tough. It's a tough play because you could just do kind of a, a line total points double across the two games, or you could do a multitude of bets. I was thinking about just within going the whole hog and going like Michael Thomas over. Yards. 200 yards, whatever yeah. the really, really blowing well, this got, one out. They've got the Saints at minus three, which I think is pretty reasonable. Oh, I'm seeing I, uh, I actually minus don't three and a half. Those, I don't mind those points on sports bet. I might take that minus three for I the Saints. I might take the minus three for the Saints. Yeah, I could definitely see a kind of seven, ten point buffer. Oh, wow. He's Coming from a man that picked charges to win. How about in, the Chiefs? In New England. Chiefs minus three as well. Chiefs minus three. I think that's pretty what? generous to the Pats. I think it is too. That's saying on a neutral field, these teams yeah. are the same. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I feel like they're giving legacy points to the, to the New England Patriots. Absolutely despite the right. fact that they handled the, the charges. Mm. I mean, the Chiefs absolutely pounded the Colts, who are one of the hottest teams in the league. I so. do like the under 57 Pats at Chiefs. Oh, Chaz. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Despite the fact that both those teams both put up over 30 points. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Last week. Championship Sunday's different. You know it. Yeah, it's a fact. You know All it. I'm saying is I, it's going to be tough to get a $750 return from these two games. Oh, we'll make it happen, mate. We'll find a way. Right. I've just got the feeling that we should bet exactly the opposite of what we feel. Just see what well, happens. Let's just do that. Just see what let's happens. Let's do that. Literally. Okay. So I, I would have normally gone on the Saints at minus three. So I'm going to go the Rams plus three. Yep. And Pats plus three. Uh, I'll go the Pats plus three as well. Can't believe it. It makes me feel sick that I'm doing it. I'm going Pats plus three. And then I'm going to go, should we go first touchdown scorer? Oh, I love that. Or total match points. I'm going to go Rams at Saints. We're going to go over 57. Yep. That's a lock. Wait, I would have thought that. So I'll go under 57. Brilliant. <laughs> then. I mean, this is really a tutorial in gambling. Yeah, absolutely. First touchdown scorer. <laughs> I like my boy CJ. So who do you think? I'm not going to. Uh, so. Yeah, it's a tough call. Porzingis? Uh, Porzingis would be good. Los Angeles Rams defensive safety. $51. I'd jump on that. I've got a hot <laughs> feeling about it. <laughs> no, we don't go Don't go players. Don't no, go, no, we won't go, go players. Look, we won't go that far down the rabbit hole, no. but I promise you they, there will be big returns and yep. opposite betting uh, for next there week. There will be. But, Chaz, I think that just about wraps us up for the week. Any final thoughts uh, um, heading into Championship Sunday? Really regret not taking the day off, but would have been we'll nice. Say, we'll save it for the Super Bowl. Sounds good, man. I mean, you'll be able to you'll be able to treat yourself and watch the watch both. I will have strong lap. A little strong lap day eating at seven o'clock, but a big butter ball. Might even get a bolter. Oh, you're laughing. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. We'll catch you next week. Peace,